This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. All right, praise God. Let's, I just want to say this. I've had some folks ask me uh, whether or not they should get vaccinated or not. Should I get vaccinated or not? I can't tell anybody what to do. That's not my place. It's your freedom. It's your choice. But I can tell you that Pastor Bev and I prayed about it, and we are not going to get vaccinated. We haven't, and we're not going to. Um, and we have to love everybody. We're all part of the same body of Christ, whether you vaccinated or not. It's immaterial. Jesus loves you just as much as loves me. Amen. And um, it's my personal opinion that it's not healthy. But God told me not to do it anyhow. So that's where I stand. And Pastor Bev and our family chose the same decision, made the same decision. All right, so that's up to you. And what I don't want to know if you backstab or not, it's immaterial. It doesn't matter to me at all. Say this. Psalm 91 says, No evil shall befall me. I know plague come near my dwelling. A thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 in my right hand but it shall not come near me. He has given his angels charge over me to protect me in all my ways. And Isaiah 54 verse 17 said, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And that includes all viruses. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. seems like wherever you go, airports or whatever, wherever you go, they want to spray you, you know, all these sanitizers and I don't need it. I just say to them, I say, you know what, I've already been vaccinated and I've already been sprayed with PS91 and it's a phenomenal spray. PS91, have you heard of it? It's foolproof. It's better than what you got in that bottle. PS91, never heard of it. I must get me some. Yes, go and look in your Bible. You'll find it there. Praise God. So I have actually been exposed to a lot of folks who've got, uh, who had COVID, and I've helped them, minister to them. And those germs are afraid of me. And they're afraid of you. The devil's afraid of you, right? Amen. All right, praise God. Father, we thank you for your word here this morning. As I come to teach and make it known that I'm not trusting in limited human abilities to teach, but I am trusting in you. Therefore, I know that you anoint my mind, that I might grasp the revelation that will rise in abundance from my heart within. I thank you for a supernatural recall of the scripture. And I believe that your word will flow out, flow out of my mouth smoothly, accurately, clearly, without hindrance from anything, carried by your anointing, your power, and your love to each person's mind, bringing understanding, removing confusion. And I believe that you will enter every heart on the sound of my voice, bringing faith, dispelling every fear. And Father, we'll give you all the praise, honor, and glory for all that's revealed and accomplished through your word and by your spirit here today in Jesus' name. And all those who love the Lord said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
family of God, children of the Most High, through Christ Jesus our Lord. I just am overwhelmed at how much God loves you. And I could wish above all things that you could know how much he loves you, that you could experience that love more than you can ever imagine. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Amen? Amen. So that God loves me more than I would ever know. Amen. You know, folks that have stood before the Lord, I did when I was three uh, years old, but folks that stood before the Lord, um, they have all testified that the greatest thing that they've experienced in that encounter was not what he looked like or what heaven looked like, but the overwhelming waves of love that come from Jesus to them. And that's what's going to be the most impressive, captivating, riveting experience in all eternity. All eternity, every day, nothing will surpass this awareness of the love of God for us. We need to get used to that now, start thinking along that line. Amen? Amen. So our message to you today is God loves you. Do you accept that? Thank you for that enthusiasm. All right, you may open your Bible to Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. We are studying the subject of who is the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? We're reading from the book of Acts, the New Testament, chapter 2, and go on to verse 18. And on my men's servants and on my maid servants I pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above, signs in the earth beneath, blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. I'll be talking about that in a moment. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord, before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. According to Acts chapter 2, which we've just read, the day of Pentecost marked the beginning of the last days. Say that the day of Pentecost was the beginning of the last days. Now that happened 2,000 years ago. So we are living in the last of the last days and probably the last of the last seconds, right? And this is what he said to us in this portion of scripture, which we're now going to look at a little more closely. Number one, God said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. This means we'll see a great increase in salvations, 
plus an increase in people being baptized in the Holy Spirit. A great increase in salvations and a great increase in baptism in the Holy Spirit. Number two, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. What's that mean? This means there will be a great move of the Holy Spirit among young people. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. A great revival among teenagers and the youth. Number three, your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. What's that mean? This tells us there will be an increase of supernatural direction. Supernatural direction from the Holy Spirit. Dreaming dreams and having visions is about direction. There'll be an increase of supernatural direction. Number four, and on my men servants, that's to talking about the fivefold ministry, and on my maid servants, that's talking about women in fivefold ministry, I will pour out my spirit in those days. What's that talking about? That tells us there will be a great increase of the anointing upon those in the fivefold ministry in these last days. Number five, and they, the fivefold ministry, they, the fivefold ministry, shall prophesy. This means there'll be an increase in the prophet's ministry in the last days. The prophet's ministry is primarily, primarily, help me please somebody, primarily, thank you, teaching the word of God and prophesying as the Spirit of God gives them an unction to do so. Number six, I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. What's that about? This tells us that God will supernaturally bear witness by his mighty power of his existence and the way of salvation. He'll show wonders. He will demonstrate that he is alive. Number seven, there'll be blood and fire and vapor of smoke. What's that about? The blood refers to the blood of Jesus shed for us at Calvary with its power. We can understand, have a revelation of the power of the blood of Jesus in these last days. Understanding the power of our covenant with God. Fire refers to baptism of the Holy Ghost. As we said earlier, there'd be a lot more people receiving the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And vapor of smoke refers to a great increase of the manifest anointing, the revealed presence of God in the physical realm. Refers to a great increase of the manifest anointing of the Holy Spirit during our services as it was in Solomon's temple. In other words, the Holy Spirit will move in and we'll see that glory cloud or some will see it and the Spirit of God will move supernaturally among us. I'll talk more about that later. Solomon's temple was a type, an example of the end time church. 
when the anointing came into Solomon's temple, which we learned about last week, the priests could not stand up because the power of God came upon them and they fell on the floor. And God ministered to his people. So Solomon's temple is an example of the end time church. The end time church is the fulfillment of what we saw in Solomon's temple last week. Now here is another great example of what happened in Solomon's temple as it, has, as it was. So Solomon's temple was being dedicated to the Lord. The Ark of the Covenant was brought into the temple and the priests placed the Ark of the Covenant in the Holy of Holies. And then they came out through the veil into the holy place. The Bible tells us in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 10, as they came out of the Holy of Holies, after placing the Ark of the Covenant in its position, 1 Kings 8, verse 10, and it came to pass when the priest came out of the holy place, that the cloud filled the house of the Lord. So the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. The glory of the Lord filled the house of God. They couldn't continue ministering. Why? They were on the floor, lying under the power of God. The musical instruments all over the place on the floor next to them. When the glory cloud comes in, we'll see people get delivered, healed, set free, and they'll run to the altars to get saved. Let's go to Isaiah 6 and verse 3. It says, Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and the former rain to the earth. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. Let us seek out knowledge about God. His going forth is established as the morning. God is reliable as the sunrise. He will come to us like the rain. He'll fall like the rain falls in our meetings, like the latter and the former rain to the earth. Now, just as rain falls gently from the sky, the glory of the Lord will fall upon his people like the rain right here this morning. And I'm trusting God for the glory cloud to be here in our meetings today. Just like the rain brings blessing and prosperity, so the presence of the Lord will bring God's blessing to everybody who is present in the meetings. When the glory of God falls on those who are present, it'll bring the blessing of the Holy Spirit just like the rain does to the earth. When we can expect these things, when? When can we expect these things to happen? The Bible just said it in Acts 2.17, in the last days. We can expect this to happen in the last days. And Acts 2 verse 20 says, before the coming of the great and notable day of the Lord. So that before the Lord returns, all these things will happen in our meetings. The Holy Spirit has been working this way from the day of Pentecost until now. He is continuing His ministry 
is continuing the ministry of Jesus. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is a sign that all that we are in these last days that Jesus brought for us at Calvary is available. It's a sign to all also that we are living in the last days. The Holy Spirit is here to confirm the Word of God, to demonstrate the power of God and the message that we preach from the Word of God. So whenever you share from the Word of God, whatever it might be you talk about to somebody, the Holy Spirit has been sent to back it up and confirm it with signs and wonders. So you never have to imagine that you're speaking on your own. The Holy Spirit's always there to back up what you say with evidence. That's what one of his ministries is. To demonstrate with power the message we preach. You can see it in Mark 16. He has come to promote and exalt and glorify Jesus. As we learned last week, the Holy Spirit has come to promote and exalt and glorify Jesus. In other words, he's come to prove that Christ is alive from the dead. You see, all religions, except Christianity, their leaders have all passed. They're not alive. But Jesus is alive. And when we, and when we talk about him, the Holy Spirit is there to prove, to prove and to convince whoever we're talking to that Jesus has risen from the dead. That's one of the main ministries of the Holy Spirit, to bring evidence of the resurrected Christ through signs, wonders, miracles. So he will greatly anoint those who preach about Jesus. He'll greatly anoint those who testify about Jesus. The Holy Spirit will always come into the meeting if we give him the opportunity to do so. So that the Holy Spirit will always come into the meeting or any place if we give him the opportunity to do so. Now we learned last week that it was when the priests were in unity worshiping God that the glory of God came down. That's why it's so important, child of God, to come early to church and be here when it opens and worship God and thank Him for all that He's done. Give Him that sacrifice of praise, the sacrifice of praise, expressing our gratitude for our salvation, our blessing, and all that He is doing for us and going to do for us in this life and in eternity. Some folks have got the idea that church starts with the announcements and that the praise and worship is just there so they can get to church to give them some time to get seated. But that's not the case. The praise and worship is just as important as the receiving of the Word of God. Amen? Because that's our part of giving to God. Well, we can give. The only thing I can give God 
that he hasn't given me first is praise and thanks and worship. I mean, everything else you give to God, he gave to you first. The only thing we can give to God to show and demonstrate our appreciation is praise and worship. And when we do that, that shows God, number one, we believe that he died for us. He's our Lord. Number two, it shows us, it shows God that we believe that all we are trusting him for belongs to us before we see it. We believe we have it now even before we see it and we're praising him because his word is true. Just like the children of Israel outside of the walls of Jericho. In Luke chapter 11, verse 13, Jesus said this. He said, if you then, being evil, know how to give good, good gifts to your children. Now, of course, he's talking about these people before they were saved. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? How much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Say this. God the Father wants me to have the Holy Spirit and all his ministry even more than I desire to take care of my children. Amen. So when we open up our hearts in a service like this and invite the Holy Spirit to come in, he's going to come in. Thank you for those two holy amens. Let's say this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to pour out your Spirit upon our services, upon our lives, in a mighty way, without restriction. Dear Holy Spirit, please be free to work among us, have your way, and do what you want in my life. I worship you, I honor you, and I reverence your presence. You see, now, how can the Holy Spirit not move among us when we say things like that? Of course he will. Of course he will. We need to give the opportunity to the Holy Spirit to move among us, and he will. Amen? 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the anointing is, there is freedom. Say that. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the anointing is, there is freedom. Or you might say the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. Say that. The anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, the Spirit of the Lord brings freedom. If you come in contact with the anointing, you're going to be set free. You know, they laid hands on, uh, Paul laid hands on cloths, right, in Acts 19. They were taken from Paul and placed on the sick. And the Bible said the demons came out of those people and they were healed just by the laying of the cloth on the person. And no one prayed for them. No one prayed for them. No one used the name of Jesus. But the Bible said when the cloth was laid on the person, they were healed and the demons came out. Because 
The demons cannot stay where the presence of God is. And when we worship God, family, demons can't hang around us. Are you tracking me, church? And Psalm 16, verse 11 says, In the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. In God's presence, there's absolute, total joy. Now, you know, the world, the unsaved, they don't have joy. They don't know what it is. They have happiness, and happiness is dependent on circumstances. If circumstances are favorable, they're happy. If circumstances are not favorable, they're sad. But joy is ours no matter what the circumstances. Because the Spirit of the Lord is in us with his joy. See? Joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit of God. Born again Spirit. Love, joy, peace, meekness, kindness. That only happens to those who are born of the Spirit of God. Unsaved don't have that. So in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. That's why when the Spirit of God comes in like this, some people can't help themselves. They start laughing. Because the joy overwhelms them. They start laughing. Amen? Amen? That's what happens. That's what happens. I'm going to show you a little video right now. It'll be a great blessing to you. Did you want to take this pulpit away? Somebody? Is that necessary or not? We'll get somebody. Okay, before you start. Before you start. Take the pulpit away so we can see the screen. Uh, this is going to show in San Antonio as well right now. I'll be right back. Fatima, ever since I moved to South Africa, I used to go to another church. And I used to uh, watch Pastor Theo on YouTube. So the Lord's moving. Growing up um, as a Muslim, I really, I, I really wanted to serve Allah. I loved Allah, and um, I end up um, taking degree, four years degree in Islam. One of the neighbors invited me once to church. When my mother was out of the country, I went to the church. Two months later, I just decided this is where I'm going to be. Here comes a brand new wife. There it is right now. I would just browse on YouTube to listen because I, I didn't have church then. So I just came across Pastor Theo. I wished, I wish I would know where this church is. I thought it's in the United States. I, I thought it's in the United States, but then I found out it's in South Africa, but still I didn't know where could it be, this church. And uh, I was invited by my friend to this church. And when I walked in and I saw his picture, and it says Dr. Theo, and I was like, is it, is it Pastor Theo, is it the same? And they said, yes. I came with a lot of expectation. The reason what, what, what happened, it's uh, why I was so desperate to see Pastor Theo and 
I knew I'm going to receive the deliverance because I told myself I'm not going to leave this church until I'm touched and I'm going to be delivered. In October, I was, I went through very traumatic, very heartbreaking experience. I, I, I thought I'm not going to survive that, how bad it was. I can't describe, I would, I would sleep, walk, wake up with a heavy weight heavy weight it was it's like i'm carrying something non-stop those of you who sense the spirit of god reading with you right now you can come to the front quickly stand right there you sense the spirit of god resting on you in a mighty way come on out the front quickly i woke up with one message on my lips which was saying your victory is in forgiveness and i said okay i keep repeating my victory is in forgiveness i wouldn't i wouldn't structure a sentence like that i i told the lord i'm not gonna move i'm not gonna leave this church until you remove whatever is that belong to you and fill me with you so when um, when Pastor Theo announced that um, I released the Holy Spirit or I released the power of God I felt I can't describe exactly but I felt like electricity running from my tippy toes all the way boom the whole like a wave here comes a brand new wave and then he said whoever experienced something Please come front. I ran. You sense the Spirit of God resting on you in a mighty way. Come on out the front quickly. He passed and touched and prayed for everyone, but he missed me. And when he passed me, I was broken, in, like I broke into tears. And I just said, Lord, you left me here again. You just left me. Look, he just passed. He did not touch me. So I stood there crying. I thought I'm just gonna, you know, cry and move. But then when he went on the stage, he said, there's somebody here, you came in expectation that you're going to get delivered. There's somebody here today. You said this morning, I'm going to church and I will be set free. I will be delivered from this bondage. Now the Lord showed me what it is that's holding you. And he said, it is unforgiveness. You need to, you need to forgive that person and say the name. When he said that, I lost it. I, I just don't remember what happened, but I remember my hands that shaking. And from that moment, I don't remember what happened to me. First thing I want you to do is say, if there's anybody you need to forgive, I want you to say, I forgive them right now and call their name out. You've got to do that. Okay? Ready? Do it now. <laughs> And when he said, say the name, I just remember screaming, no. I just said, no. But you know, how, can I describe you how I felt that no? I could hear myself as I would hear myself from another room. You know, that's how it felt. Like it's not me who's screaming. Because I wouldn't want to scream like this in front of people. So I felt myself very far screaming, but I could not stop saying no, no. And I, it was so hard for me to stop saying no, because I felt I'm embarrassing myself, but I couldn't stop saying no. So, and then I just don't remember from that moment what happened. If you don't forgive, that demon's gonna torment you the rest of your life and take you to hell. The demon's gonna take you to hell. She must forgive. That's the problem here. I felt something leaving me. 
and it was um, I felt so empty light like I could roll on the floor and say hey I can't feel it's so light I wanted to gallop all the way back because it felt so light it felt so nice and as I was going from um, from the stage all the way up I just said Lord I'm serving you I'm serving you Lord I belong to this house I'm serving you I want to thank Pastor Theo and I want, I want to thank Pastor Beth you both spoke it's like God cared so much that he brought them two years after them not being in South Africa and they spoke exactly what I was meditating God used Pastor Thewa and touched me. He called me by my need. I remember when people helped me to go up, uh, to stand up, Pastor Thewa called me and he said, what's your name? And I said, Fatima. Lady, what's your name? Fatima. And then he said, I release the power of God. God's going to bless you right now. Ready? The Spirit of the Lord comes on you right now. There it is. God's restoring to you everything that was stolen. And I just said, thank you, Father God. You love me. You really love me. The mercy of God, isn't it amazing? Isn't God amazing? Did you enjoy that? How wonderful is the Lord. Set that dear lady free. Praise God. Well, we've seen thousands of people set free through the years. But that was a beautiful testimony. Being a Muslim, coming to Jesus. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Praise God, praise God. Well, this morning we're going to just turn this meeting over to the Holy Spirit. We've got some time here. And so whatever happens here will happen in San Antonio as well this morning. And uh, so I trust that we're going to see God heal folks this morning, set them free, deliver them. And I believe we'll see the joy of the Lord in the house. Amen. So somebody said, well, now, how do I receive the joy, Apostle Thea? How do I receive the joy? It's not a mystery. How do I laugh, Pastor Thea? It's not a mystery. It's not a mystery. Try this and see. Ya. Say ha, ha, ha. <laughs> he, he, he. That's how you laugh. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. That's how you laugh. I learned that when I was a kid reading comics. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. I mean, I knew it when I was a child. That's how you laugh. Right? So let everybody try that now. Say ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Close your eyes. Lift your hands. Say, Father, I receive your anointing to fall in this house upon me right now. And in San Antonio as well, I receive the anointing to fall on me, the Holy Spirit, to fill me now with his joy and his love. Thank you, Father. I receive this right now in Jesus' name. Now go ahead and heal to the Holy Spirit. There you go. 
glory of God is moving in the house. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. Don't look around. Draw close to God. That's right. That's right. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord.
Okay, all of you that have the joy of the Lord, you sense the presence of God upon you, I'd like you to step up in the front here. The same in San Antonio, come to the front of the church. All of you have the joy of the Lord, you sense God touching you in a special way, come up to the front right now. Don't be afraid. I did use some cologne. I'm fine. I did use some cologne. I'm fine. You don't have to worry. Bring him up, bring him up. There's room in the inn. There's room in the inn. Come on up, come on up. Don't close him off. Bring him up here, bring him up here. There's room down here. Come on, bring him up. Don't close the gates. Bring him up here. Bring him through. another wave of God's glory. There it is right now. There it is, in the name of Jesus, receive. So I receive right now. I receive right now. All the way back into San Antonio, I receive right now. There it is. Praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God. So Pastor Reddick, Pastor Luke, Pastor Grady, I want you to go with your wives and lay hands on the folks now. I'm going down here to lay hands on these people down here. All right. Get lay hands on you right now. I want the catches to start over here. Catches on the side. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive. Is there a catcher here? I'm not going to pray for folks if there's no catcher. Receive. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for touching your people. That's right. There's a fire of God. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. That's right. Receive right now. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. 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 Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. That's it. You got it. You got it. Receive. Receive right now. That's right. There it is. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive. Receive right now. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. 
Receive in Jesus' name. Receive right now in Jesus' name. Lady, you are healed. You are healed. God says you are healed. Receive. 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 Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. 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 In Jesus' name. Receive. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive right now. Receive. You're a catcher. <laughs> Receive. Receive right now. Receive right now. Receive right now. Yes, yes, yes. Receive right now. Receive. That's right. Receive. God's touching you, honey. God loves you. He does. You know, you're forgiven. You know that. You know you're forgiven. And God is on your side. He's going to set you free and deliver you, and He's going to protect you and provide for you. Okay? Oh, praise you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God. There are some people here with arthritis. Arthritis. And you tried everything to be healed. Nothing's working. Where are you? Come out. Is that you? Stand right there in the aisle. Stand behind that lady, somebody, please. Stop right there, lady. Stop. 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 Lady, stop. God's going to heal you from the arthritis right now. Put both hands in the air. Both hands in the air. So I receive my healing. Power of God's touching you from your head to your toes. There it is. There it is. God's healing you right now. There's that warm heat flowing through you. That arthritis melt away like a snowball in summer. You got the arthritis? Stand behind the lady here. Lift your hands up. Spirit of the Lord touches you right now and heals you from that arthritis. In Jesus' name. There it is. That's right. Say thank you, Jesus. God's healing you right now. God's healing you right now. Is there somebody else with arthritis? Thank you, I receive it. There's the anointing, the warm heat flowing through your body. There it is. Power God's on you, healing you right now. Arthritis melts away in the name of Jesus. All pain gone will not return. God's healed you, Rob. God's healed you, Rob. 
the name of Jesus. Stand behind this man right here, arthritis. God's healing you right now. Say, thank you, that's me. I receive it. That's right, God's healing you right now. There it is. Say, I receive it. Power of God's touching you, healing you. There it is. All the pain's leaving. It's all gone. Examine yourself. We're gone. Who else had arthritis? All those with arthritis, lift your hands up quickly. Stand out in the middle of the aisle. Somebody stand behind you. Everybody with arthritis, keep your hand up. Stand on catches behind them. Catches behind them. All right, you ready? Catches. Now look at me, all of you that got arthritis, and all of you with arthritis in San Antonio. Catches get behind them right now. When I pray, the power of God's gonna come on you, and that arthritis is gonna melt away right now. You ready? All right. By the authority of Christ, by the authority of His name, and the power of the Holy Spirit, I command this arthritis to leave your body in Jesus' name. Right now, I release the power of God to touch you. There it is. There it is. Now say, thank you, Jesus. I receive that. Right. Now, now that anointing is flowing through you. That warm heat is flowing through your body. That warm heat is flowing through your body. And all that pain is melting away right now. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. It's gone. It's gone. Now, I want you to examine yourself. Try and find the pain. It'll be gone. You won't find it. Go ahead. Examine yourself. The pain's gone. Now, I want you, all those who can't find the pain, all those who can't find the pain, put both hands in the air and give Jesus the glory by raising your hands and waving them at me. Find, find the pain, give Jesus the glory for healing the arthritis. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God. Is there somebody here with a goiter? Is somebody here with a goiter? Wave at me. Is anybody? Anybody with a goiter? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Do you know what that is? I called it out last week. I didn't actually. I forgot to. I was going to. Maybe in the other room. Maybe one of the overflow rooms. If there's somebody with a goit in the overflow room, I'm going to give you time to come in here, okay? All right. We've still got a few minutes. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now, you see, I didn't have to touch these folks and they got healed, right? I didn't have, I didn't have to touch them. All those who are deaf in one ear, deaf in one ear, stand up. All of you that are deaf in one ear, stand up on your feet, wherever you may be. Just wave at me. If you're deaf in one ear, stand up. Stand up, wave at me. How did you go deaf, lady, at the back there? How did you go deaf in that ear? What happened to you? What happened? Why did you go deaf? I don't know. I you really don't know. don't know. It just started ringing in my ear. Okay. And so somebody raised their hand right here. Did you know how you went deaf? What happened? Music too loud in the left ear. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Somebody at the back there waving. All right. How'd you go deaf from that ear? What happened to you? The lady standing. Oh, man, I don't know. I can't see. The dark there. It's a, stro it's a stroke. You had a stroke? Yes. Are you deaf in one ear? Yes. Okay. You got the goiter. Where were you in a... Were you in the overflow room? You were back. Why didn't you come forward earlier? Huh? You had the goiter, but you didn't want to come forward. You don't want to be healed? You want to be healed? Okay, well, if you want to be healed, you have to come forward. <laughs> okay, good. That goiter is going to go right now. It's going to leave your body right now. Okay? All right. All those... Deaf in one ear. Anybody that side? Deaf in one ear? Put your finger in the deaf ear. Put your finger in the deaf ear. Put your finger in the deaf ear. How'd you go deaf there back there? Lady standing. How'd you go deaf in that ear? What happened to you? Yep, yep. Oh, there's two of them, two of them. A kangaroo got on my ear when I was still young. You had what? A kangaroo works. I don't, I don't understand what she's saying. Candle wax. Oh, candle wax went in the end. You got deaf. Okay, and this lady over there? It doesn't matter what kind of deafness you got. It doesn't matter. How'd you go deaf, lady? She cannot hear, Pastor Deaf. She's totally deaf. Totally deaf. Can't hear anything. Okay, fine. All right, I'm going to point across the room. Power of God will come. You'll feel a warm heat go into that ear that's deaf. Put your finger in it. Put your finger in the deaf ear. Finger in the deaf ear. Finger in the deaf ear. All right, I command by the authority of Jesus Christ, power of His name, and the power of the Spirit, I command those deaf ears to open. In Jesus' name, you foul spirit of deafness, go from this building. In Jesus' name, and the one in San Antonio, I command all deaf ears to open in San Antonio right now in Jesus' name. Now you feel that warm heat go into your body. There it is. Ears are open. All right. Now put your finger in the other ear and listen to me. I'm talking to you. All those of you that can hear me perfectly, put your hands up in the air now and wave them at me. Give God the glory. If you can hear, put both hands in the air and give God the glory. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. That's wonderful. Praise Jesus. All right. Where's the one with the goiter? Look at me, I command that greater to go from you right now. By the authority of Jesus Christ and the power of the Spirit, melt away, be healed in Jesus' name. There it is. God's touching you right now. Lie down there, that's right. Now, how did I know that you had a goiter? See, the Spirit of God knew that. He called you out because He wants you to be well. He wants you to be well. That's why I called you out. 
And that's why that goiter is melting away right now. Right now. There it goes. You are healed in Jesus' name. And we'll get you to testify when you get up. Praise God. All those who need healing in San Antonio and on in Janusburg. If you need healing, stay on your feet right now quickly. We're going to pray. All of you that need healing, stand wherever you may be. See, I didn't have to touch people. It's the power of God. The presence of the Holy Spirit is here. Amen. Amen. All right, lift your hands up. So, Father, I receive my healing right now from my head to my toes in Jesus' name. Now, you will feel that warm heat flow through your body of the Holy Spirit as He touches you. And when you feel that heat, that means He's going through your body healing you right now. Are you ready? All right. So, I release the healing flow of the Spirit of God to flow through your body and heal you right now. There it is. In the name of Jesus, by the authority of Christ, the power of God is touching you and healing you. Just heal to that. There it is. There it is. That warm heat's touching you right now. Let them lie down if they fall backwards. Don't hold them up. If they fall backwards, it's not your job to hold them up. Let them lie down. And uh, let them healed to the Holy Spirit. All right. Power of God is flowing through you right now. There's that warm heat still flowing. Still flowing. So I receive, I receive, I receive. That's right. God's healing right now. There it is. Thank you, Jesus. All right. It is done. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to examine your bodies. In San Antonio and here, examine your bodies. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. We're not done yet. Now, you've got to give God the glory for this, all right? How are we going to do that? You've got to give Him the glory. The ten lepers are healed. One came back and said, thank you. Jesus said, where are the other nine? All right, so you found no problem. You found the pain's gone, the problem's gone. I want you to give God the glory by lifting your hands and waving them at me. Just look at that. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, Lord. All right, you may be seated, and you may go back to your seats. Praise God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. These people on the floor here, just leave them. They'll be here until tomorrow morning. All right, now then, bow your heads, please close your eyes, here and in San Antonio. Every head bowed, please, every eye closed. How many would say, Apostle Theo, I need Jesus in my heart. I want to be sure I go to heaven one day. Can you help me? Yes, I can. So while heads are bowed, while eyes are closed, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I'm going to count to three. And when I count to three, slip up your hand if you want to know for sure that you will go to heaven. And I'm going to pray a prayer and God's going to speak to your heart and give you that assurance this morning. 
All right, are you ready? Slip your hand up when I count to three. So God can give the assurance of your salvation right now. I'm counting. One, two, three. Thank you. I see those hands. I see hands all over raised. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Hands all over raised. I'd like everybody, please, especially those who raised their hands here and also in San Antonio, please say this little prayer with me. Together, everybody, you ready? Dear God in heaven, we can do better than that. Dear God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus. He died on that cross in my place. He was punished for my sins so I can be forgiven. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sin. Come into my heart. Save my life. I declare you are the Lord of my life. And from this day, I will serve you with all my heart till I see you face to face. Thank you, Father, for accepting me as your child. Praise God, I'm saved. I'm bound for heaven. God is my Father. Thank you, Jesus. I am saved. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Fulmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.